Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Uh, um, Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Are you ready for me, Christine? Yeah, we're ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, welcome back. It's B-Side Stories, stories of the people who make Wellington tick. I'm Laura. And I'm Christine. Uh, welcome to the second half of the show. I'm so excited because we are joined by a very famous English explorer. Still. He's sailed thousands of miles around the globe. Yeah, I guess that's true. And mapped the entire coastline of New Zealand. Well, you could say. And, and also he died in about 1779. Yeah, we don't get to talk about that for much longer, so, do we? <laughs> so... Um, Captain James Cook, welcome to B-Side Stories. Thank you, thank you so much, so, so much. It's very, very good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, it is my pleasure. <laughs> um, I I am so excited to have you on the radio. Have you ever been on the radio before? No, no, this is a totally foreign, new experience to me, but I'm ready to give it a shot, you know, put in 110% like the boys. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, Wow, Captain Cook, you're um, surely a, a real explorer at heart. Oh, absolutely. You know, like we say, you know, the sea is my home, I'm a naval man at heart. I sort of go out there, do my thing, whoppy choppy, that sort of deal, you know? <laughs> uh, lovely. Now, what brings you to Wellington? Well, it's sort of a crazy situation. So, this year uh, is... 250 years since uh, my maiden voyage to New Zealand, the first time that I came here. Watch ya! And, you know, I've been dead for such a long time. I've just been doing some thinking and sort of reconsideration since I was um, killed and eaten on Valentine's Day in Hawaii. Mm. I've just had a bit of time to reflect and sort of reconsider some of those initial encounters that took place and, you know, the repercussions of that visit, the um, colonization and all that. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, just thinking about it a little bit. Because that's sort of hindsight, isn't it? You know, <laughs> when you try like imagine what uh, will be done differently. Yeah, absolutely. So, what what kind of where have your reflections led you? What do you what do you think about? Sorry. Well, I'm sort of I've been doing a bit of this hindsight nonsense, you know, hindsight, walking yes. around, looking back at what we've done in the past, trying mm. to see how that informs the way we move forward into the future. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about. Um, yeah, I'll give you a little tidbit, a little um, sort of secret Easter egg. If you want to come on the trip, there's a real package deal there, but. Couple of little trinkets for you here. Okay. I uh, was thinking a bit about the word discovery. You know? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, it's kind of a crazy idea. Discovery. Like, what's that all about? Lots of people say. Well, some people say that I discover New Zealand. But when you think about it, and this is just a crazy idea. I don't know. I'm just sort of rethinking stuff here on the fly, whippy wappy. But lots of people might say that I discovered New Zealand. But there were lots of people already in New Zealand at the time. You know, sort mm. of it existed. For years and years and years and years, and a lot of people were already here, even before I jolly set my foot down here. So, <laughs> when I say discovered, I guess people might mean it the first time that I had seen it, or it had come to my attention, you know? So maybe <laughs> discovered isn't quite the right word here. Sort of rediscovered. But not even then, because it wasn't a discovery, but seeing something for the first time. God, sorry, <laughs> I'm bloody... I'm chapping my flops around. It's a, it's a complex situation you're in. Um, tell you what. So you mentioned that you're taking people on a trip. That's right. To tell me more about that. Well, I've, I've come up with this brilliant idea, you know. Yes. Why not try and 
give a tour around Wellington, although I should sort of little preface here, I never actually did come to Wellington. I sort of parked outside the harbour in about 1777. Well, we don't need to talk about that. Okay, anyway, so I'm digging people on this brilliant tour sort of around Wellington. It's going to be a fun thing. We go and see a couple of the sites. We, like, talk about local history. I spit some names, talk about some stuff, and do some rethinking. And at the end, where there's a place where we can sit down and have a look. Truly, truly the purpose of this tour is sort of to rethink uh, my position as a Pakya, like sure. a white person. Yes, you know, yes. Sort yes. of what my relationship is to uh, colonization, sort of, you know. Right. <laughs> What's that legacy all about, you know? Yes, yeah. yes. Well, anyway, this is sort of thing we're practicing. Talk about things like, um, like Leper Island. You know Leper Island? Leper Island? Mm-hmm. I can't say that I do. Well, you know Somme's Island is in the middle of the, the harbour. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know its first name, the name that it had before Somme's, was um, Matu Island. And Matu is uh, one of the names of Coupe's daughter. Coupe, um, I've heard, it's not really my story to tell, but I've heard it, is this great uh, Polynesian traveller, one of the first people rumoured to have come to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And he came into the harbour of Wellington and he named one of those islands Matu after his daughter. Now, the little one just off the edge of that one is called Mokapuna, which means uh, grandchild. But um, we came in and we decided to call it Leper Island because we put a leper there. Although it wasn't really a leper, it was just a Chinaman. And uh, we sort of wanted to ditch him there because, you know, why not? Oh, dear. <laughs> well, that's quite a story. And um, I guess, how can people jump in on the tour and hear more amazing stories like that? Well, basically, it's sort of you come to Tiaro Park. Well, that's where we start the tour anyway. Yeah. There's all the nonsense going online. It's what we do www.barbarian.co.nz. Right. You can sort of find tickets there. If you Google Captain Cook Thinks Again, spoiler, that's what I'm doing, you might be able to find it on the World Wide Web. That's sort of the general realm. I'm not sort of one with the tickets details and information, yeah. but that's sort of the general way you can get on board. Cool. <laughs> a ship button. It's not really a ship button, it's just sort of a little thing. Getting on board, yeah. Well, <laughs> well people, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I've heard it's very popular, so I, I, it, all, it all starts tomorrow, doesn't it? That's right, we kick off tomorrow, we've been practicing all week, we've got two shows, one at 11 and one at 1 o'clock, and I tell you what, the 11 o'clock is sold out, take that. Wow. I'm very excited. Captain Cook, uh, oh, did you have anything else to add? No, no, I'm just, I'm just so excited to be on radio. This is a nifty experience. <laughs> What's this? Can I tap it? <laughs> now, um, uh, I'm going to have to let you go. I've got, a, uh, I've got an actor coming in yeah, next great. who I'm going to be speaking to. No, I've got to run away anyway. I've got, got to go tend to my ship, you know, just floating away in the bay. Got yes. Is that, have you come here on a ship? No, I can't say any much more. It's uh, all very secret. Look, I've got to go. Right, never mind. Um, Captain Cook, thank you for being on B-Sides. Yeah, thank you so Christine's going to play us a song and we'll come back with uh, Tom Clark who's an actor uh, who may be in Captain Cook Thanks Again Uh, Wellington Access Radio Welcome back to B-Side Stories Stories of the people who make Wellington tick. Uh, we are back after that spirited conversation with <laughs> Captain James Cook. I n- am now speaking to Tom Clark. Hello. The man behind Captain Cook. That's right. Uh, an actor <laughs> who is um, uh, the star of the walking tour, Captain Cook Thinks Again. Hi, Tom. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you find it fun to be Captain Cook? Um, I find it like equal parts fun and terrifying. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. 
like that this version of Cook, which is by no means an accurate reproduction of who he was as a person, is like bombastic and fast and you know, silly. But yes, yeah. but also the Cook is so loaded and like he carries he carries with him so much so much symbolism for colonialism and like real deep hurt in New Zealand and like bad history that people don't talk about and it makes me yeah <laughs> so when I when I play cook I wear this sort of like colonial outfit mm-hmm. and I've got like a wig and a like hat, little pointy hat and sort of the blue jacket and the pantaloons and stuff yeah yeah and um I, I whenever I wear that out in public it's like it's like being a heat-seeking missile for people because they just like look at you and they sort of go, what are you doing? Why are you dressed up fancy? And then they're like, the next thing they're like, what are you doing dressed as Captain Cook? Or as some people said today, a pirate. <laughs> but <laughs> but like that garb is just, it's so loaded. I had people like yelling at me the other day, colonizer, you're a, you're a colonizer. No, Wh- when no, you were dressed yeah. up outside. Which I mean, yeah, totally. And I guess that's the point. <laughs> it is. In a way, is yeah. to like be the face for that sort of almost invisible thing to about colonization yeah. and just be a representation for that. Yeah. But in that moment, I had no idea what to do. So I was like, you're correct. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what, what did you, I mean, you said that the, the character is sort of the, um, the way that you act out the character is sort of made up. It's a fictionalized, yes. like a, like a fun fictionalization yeah. Yeah. but like did you have anything to go on or well no i just wanted to make we so i'll tell you a little bit about the show we sort yeah, of like we started um in 2017 and we sort of like did a bunch of research the show was sort of made in response to this year so this year is 250 years since captain cook first sailed to new zealand and up and down new zealand we're anticipating there being a lot of uh, we i say we i mean me and my um collaborator and director joe randerson who's tippity top 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 um cool yeah <laughs> we're anticipating a lot of like commemorations of cook all around the country being sure. like cook is the first person to come to new zealand he discovered new zealand this is the story of the making of new zealand and what we felt wary of is trying to like make trying to make n- not like the, we just wanted to try and tell a different story to be like that is not the whole picture and we wanted to be like we wanted to use cook as an example of someone who is like colonial an example of someone who is white an example of someone who like represents that story and to be like what are the other perspectives on that side of that and then also to go that colonial figure of cook carries so much racism and sort of uh, like like a type of thinking that like lots of people I think look at and go, oh, that's all in the past. We don't think like that anymore, you know. But I think that that kind of thinking is still really present in lots of people today, mm. and that it doesn't get spoken about, and that it sort of like sits in sort of like little invisible violences or or just like interactions, like when we mispronounce names, when we use the English names for stuff instead of the Maori names for stuff. Um, yeah, and so we wanted to make a show where we could sort of like pop that all in and have a crack at trying to talk as Pakia about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you sort of picked like the Pakia who sort of represents <laughs> yeah. 
the, right. the start of the entire like history of colonization. For uh, sure. Yeah. I, I came in today into the interview being like, I'm not going to be an expert. I'm not going to try and talk like an expert. And yeah. I'm definitely talking like, an, yeah. like yeah. I know everything, <laughs> but I absolutely don't know everything. Well, I, I mean, it's, it seems like you spent a lot of uh, energy sort of developing the show. Do you want to yeah. tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. So um, we spent a while in 2017 doing a bit of research because we knew that we wanted to make a walking tour. So it's a walking tour that sort of goes around different historical sites in Wellington yeah. and looks at like uh, maybe the English narrative that we know and then maybe the the Māori narrative, which is like a lesser known narrative to people like me. Like I didn't know lots of the things that I learned. Yeah, that example of Machu Soms Island yeah, and, totally. and, the, and the adjacent Leper Island was There's, an interesting one. It's so interesting. There's so many different names for Wellington that I'd never heard before. Oh. The Wellington, its um, its first name, as I've come to know, is Te Whanganui Atara, which means the great harbour of Tara. And Tara was an explorer who came into the harbour and loved it so much that he settled here. And he was a son of um, one of the first people who came on a walk up to New Zealand. Mm. But also, also, I this is, this is a story that I've heard, and I know that there are like so many different versions of that story. Um, so I'm always wary and trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying not to own that narrative because I don't, I don't, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. So, but I do know that Te Whanganui Atara is sort of like an original name for Wellington. And in a way, by trying to call it that, what we're trying to do is make visible that, that history, which is sort of like kept under the rug a bit. Because I, I, we came into, when we were researching the show, started thinking about how names equal her names are like visible representations of history right so like new zealand the name new zealand uh before it was called new zealand it was called nova zelandia which is um by abel smith who who in nova zelandia means new zealand and zealand was a province from holland where he was born mm. but before it was new zealand and before it was nova zelandia it was aotearoa and aotearoa um it's said in the in the stories is from Hinete Aparangi, who's Kupe, this this sort of big traveller's wife, and she was pointing at the land as they approached it, and she said, he ao, he ao, he ao te aroa, a cloud, a cloud, a long white cloud. And so that's the story about how New Zealand got its name, well, Aotearoa got its name. But then even before then, it didn't have a name. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that history, uh, names are like visible history, and the name that we have in one spot is like, trying to point at something and be like, look, this is the kind of history that we value. So we've called New Zealand for so long New Zealand because like, that's the English history that we love and value as Pakia. But also now there's this huge conversation about trying to make it Aotearoa New Zealand and linking that Māori name with that New Zealand name mm. and in a way that's sort of trying to go, we are trying to honour this Māori history and make it visible and give value to it to go, to, to honour that thing. Because that's like a tool of colonialism, is that name suppression stuff? Wow. Went into a huge tangent on names. Sorry about that. But <laughs> yeah, we sort of, we sort of did a lot of research, um, reading books and things to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I guess uh, tell me a little bit about uh, yourself. Uh, have you always had an interest in history? Uh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> um, no, this is it. Really, is sort of. The project of Joe, who came along to the project going, who came to me with this thing going, I want to make a show that 
looks at that like challenges the ideas about Captain Cook as we know him. I want to make sure. a show that that does a different job than what we think these commemorations is going to do. And I was like, cool. And then we read um, this book called Tears of Rangi by Anne Salmond, and we watched this documentary called Tupaya's Endeavour uh, on Māori television, and we did a bit of research with a lady named Jen Margaret who works as sort of like a, a tetiriti facilitator and like educator. And sort of between all of those things and then all of our own research, I, I can't speak for Joe, but I definitely started to learn so much more about New Zealand history than I'd ever learned before. Wow. And I started to learn a lot about uh, my role as a Pakia in this country. And I started to learn, I guess, about... It's such a loaded word, but, like, a kind of privilege that I have. And, like, yeah, it's uh, I find it hard to talk about because it's so hard. But, like, find, I, I started to discover that sort of inherent European worldview that was inside me. The same one that like Captain Cook had in his day. Sure. And that like those old ideas are still alive in me and like my communities, but in different forms, like mispronunciation, hmm. like renaming, like um like trying to like the fear of getting it wrong, I think is a really pucky thing as well. Mm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> is that uh, is sort of that that realization that you had is that sort of what you hope to pass on through the show, Captain Cook Thinks Again? It's yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's sort of like I said, I'm not I, I'm absolutely not an expert. I'm like a young, fledgling little bird <laughs> <laughs> in its early days of like figuring out this stuff. And so I can only speak from where I am yeah. right now. So I guess in terms of the show, yes, I'd love to I'd love for people to hear me where I am because I think what I've like what I've experienced in researching for this show is a really important place to be. It's like something I wish I could talk to my mum and dad about, you know, because because I have so many difficult conversations with them and they like represent a different viewpoint than I do. But uh, I don't know, so much of um, of this perspective of the world feels kind of important. Yeah. It's ambitious. Anyway. Cool. And, yeah, yeah, it's totally ambitious. But <laughs> I'm getting real earnest. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, but yeah. tell me about, like, you, you're an actor. That's kind of your thing, right? That's my thing. So have you ever been, have you ever done, like, a walking tour or something that's a little bit no. improvised? Like, oh, where you have to be yeah. a character? <laughs> um, goodness. I d- I've done I've done a lot of like improv-y stuff in my time, sure. And so I've like like had to work on the fly with like sort of the basic guidelines of a script. Okay. But I don't think I've ever done a walking tour before. Yeah. yeah. So this will be an absolute first. But Joe, who's my director and um, all-round powerhouse of a person, their company Barbarian has done walking tours for years and years and years and years. It's sort of like their their wheelhouse. Mm. They made heaps back in like. You know what? I couldn't tell you the correct date if I tried, <laughs> but they used to do uh, like seventeen seventy seventeen sixty nine. They were doing fascinating walking tours back then. <laughs> um, no, yeah, they they were real cool and they like a real proficient at at doing that. So like Neat. they've got all the expertise when it comes to that, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I my skill as an actor in that area just comes from like improv background and. Um, <laughs> I don't know, panic. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
just just panicking. Just panic, and... flying by the seat of my pants and whatever comes out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, plug it again, like... How can people get tickets and uh, right. make sure that they get involved in seeing the show while it's on? I would love people to come to the show. If you're listening, please come to the show. Come to the show. Um, so here are the details. If you go to www.barbarian.co.nz, that's barbarian.co.nz, you can find a link to Captain Cook Thinks Again, which is the name of the show there. Um Tickets are $25 for concession, $35 for full price. We also do full bookings. If you are part of like a work group that wants to um, level up in this kind of uh, conversation, Mm -hmm. we would love to do a private tour for all of you in your workplace. Minded that we can only do like 15, 20 people a walking tour. Right. Um, That's all the information that I know. (laughs) 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 But we also go from... uh, this Wednesday, so tomorrow, uh, up to the 24th, um, not including Mondays and Tuesdays. So whatever days those are. <laughs> sure. So not including Mondays and Tuesdays, up to the 24th. Yeah, you're, you're, you'll be doing walking tours every day, is that you what you're betcha. saying? You betcha. And sometimes two a day, if we can fit it in. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, you'll be, you'll have, you'll have so many steps on your <laughs> That's right. I'll be so exercised. <laughs> I went, I went on an interview on RNZ or something, and I did this silly quote at the end where I was like, um, what did I say? I was like, um, get fit while getting woke. And then the, <laughs> the last thing the interviewer said was, God, I hate the word woke. <laughs> Can we get in the interview? So I won't finish that here. Instead, I'll say, um, unpack your colonial privilege while getting fit. That's not much better, actually. Yes. I think it, I think that's perfect. Thank you. Tom, thank you for coming on B-Size. Thanks for having it's me. It's great to hear about the show. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. Cool. <laughs> on the water One people on the land It's New Zealand all together Kiwis working hand in hand Sailing away Sailing away New Zealand And our pride is in the rain